This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sip on the go with a Starbucks iced shaken espresso. Our signature roast, shaken with ice, then finished with a splash of milk. Customize it to match your style on the Starbucks app. Make today a good day. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And a special offer to I'ma Let You Finish listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash I'ma let you, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash I'ma let you, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Everybody, it's I'm gonna let you finish show 91 on the 91. Pantheon Podcast Network with your host Court and Amy. What's Hello. up, James? Hi. How was your weekend? How was my weekend? I don't know. I guess it was good. Yeah. yeah. I babysat. That's always yeah. fun. That's always um, fun. Yeah, I had a couple of doubles. You know, mm-hmm. I enjoy my doubles. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's uh, pretty much it. How was yours? Didn't do much. Uh, you know, just do show shit. Uh, stayed around my neighborhood it's, it's been very low-key you know really yeah. really super low-key sneezing i was doing a lot of sneezing yeah man the allergy season is not Woo. good Woof. Not, 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 not Woof. Good. all right well think speaking of things we're allergic to will smith it, like this is it we always yeah. make vows you know we have a list. We have a list. And he was never really on it. No, he was never on a list because I don't give a. F- I care. and I can't put him. We're gonna put this story on the list after. Yeah, the today. story on the list. Like, because he care doesn't like. Because you know, yeah, we don't really care about. I him don't really care about Will Smith. List. I don't. Care we all know him. who's on that list. Yeah, we're on. <laughs> but you're the one who keeps breaking it. I well, yeah. we had to break it with the last one. We haven't broken it with you know who. Okay. The other all right. one. Don't. All right. We're not no. going to break. Yeah. We're not even no. going to think it. We're not going to no. think it. We're la, not. La, la, la. No, all right. No, anyway, no. Will Smith, blah, blah, blah. Hick, ten Chris years. Rock, so he's banned ten for years, 10 years. 10 blah, year blah. bid, blah, blah, blah. He accepts responsibility. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. You know, blah, I can't go. He can still go to the parties. He can still no, get nominated. No, oh, no, no parties. Go, no, he can't go to anything Academy related. All right. None of it. Nothing. Nothing. Well, is Guy Osiris party Academy related? Is that a private party where people show? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, but here's the thing. People, the 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 going to the awards part is not a big deal. That's fine. But the truth of the matter is a lot of those Academy functions and the things that happen within the Academy during the year, during the year 
are part of the inner workings of Hollywood. So that's right. actually a bigger deal. Like the war show is always, it's good for the fodder and all of that shit. But the things that are done around the Academy throughout the years and at the Academy Museum and the screenings and the things for directors, that is kind of inner workings of Hollywood, a bigger deal. But ultimately, you know, there's there's always a loophole in some shit and, you know, they'll bring his movie there and he won't be there, right? So he'll send He'll send his marginally talented son. Instead, and nobody will know. <laughs> but I am a Willow fan, and I have to say, I'm enjoying this this version of her growing into her musicality. I don't mind it so much. I don't mind it so much. That's a stunning endorsement. Well, because I'm, I know I'm, what you mean. I yeah, just and, and it's for young people. Like she's not really making. I'm enjoying some of her shit, but it's past our prime. It's not. For oh us. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not. For All us. right. Well, speaking of past prime, who would have <laughs> thought in 2022 I'd even have to give a damn about jewel i will be i'm gonna be very honest i was working at vh1 during the height of her jeweliness i thought she was overrated then but Mm -hmm. she was very pretty and Mm -hmm. that's great i'm not saying any of this because she wasn't you know pretty she did some mtv when they did these like unplugged in quarantine things and it was the most pretentious thing i have seen in she's just whatever she's okay but she's pretty and her voice is different whatever so she has now come did an interview with stereo gum where Mm -hmm. she is talking about the sexism she experienced in the business i 100 percent believe that though it should Mm -hmm. be noted that she this was she talked about this in 2008 Mm -hmm. so it's not like this is was squashed for all these years there were published reports about mm-hmm. you know the myth with her is that she was from alaska and she slept mm-hmm. in her car because she was homeless mm-hmm. she's saying she slept in her car because she was being harassed I, I, she could have said something back then but i mm-hmm. do not discount that she was being sexually i mean she's a woman she's a pretty woman in the music industry my issue is that she's bringing up an interview she did with Kurt Loder, who at the time was the <laughs> Dan Rather of MTV mm-hmm, News, mm-hmm, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he was the guy. He was the guy like you went to for your sit when you like, listen, fun fact. When I worked at MTV for that year, I worked in the news and doc department and we had a real newsroom. It was run like a news department for real. There was a 8 a.m. news meeting that you had to be there in person every morning, breaking stories. And, you know, you think about that period in time of who came out of MTV News, a lot of people, you know, and Kurt Loder was like the big poobah. You know, he got the really big interviews and he would do those half hour, hour long sit down. And he was the one who came in with the most journalistic uh, gravitas. Right. I mean, he was older than people there. Uh, Michael Shore ran the newsroom. That was a great hire. They did anyway. So he did an interview with Jewel and he mm. was somewhat snarky to her and corrected her use of because she'd written a book of poetry, which I'm sure like was keeping Walt Whitman up at night. I'm sure it was brilliant <laughs> poetry, but um, he was a little snarky to her. OK, and he has apologized. She but what she said about him, I thought was quite honestly there was that she, a that she's holding on to it for this mm-hmm. year. Number one, mm-hmm. number two, he was snarky. He corrected her use of a word. Was it necessary? No. If it if it wounded her that deeply, I, I am sincerely sorry. But come on. I mean, and he apologized. But then she trashed him and said he was, you know, a, an old basically implying that he was like some old guy in a children's network, which is nasty. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. has apologized. Profu- I mean, he didn't do like what if I offended anybody apology. Right. Right. He full out apologized. Mm-hmm. But I have to say I worked. At VH1 News, and then I was at MTV in and out working with Michael Shore, subbing every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Kurt had a reputation for being a curmudgeon. He mm-hmm. is a curmudgeon. Mm-hmm. He's also a brilliant writer. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, he, he wrote I, Tina. He, he wrote, wrote, yeah, he wrote the I, Tina book. Yeah. Right. But brilliant writer, cranky, yes, snarky, yes. Life goes on, right? right. I mean, I'm not diminishing what happened to her, but I'm just like, really? I've had I've had artists say things to me that are like, are you kidding me? Right. And life goes on. So I don't know. I think it's kind of like a slow news week. And that's becoming I don't know. Right. Am I wrong on this? No, one, it's definitely a, snow, a slow news week. And quite frankly, it's like I seem to remember her being a piece of work. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I, everybody. I mean, they're all pieces of work. But the point is, is that there's no reason I, I and I'm not saying this to discount. I'm not talking about the mm-hmm. sexual harassment. I'm talking mm-hmm. about the stuff with Kurt. Mm-hmm. Really? Like, this is what you're holding. Really? If I held on to everything stupid a man said to me, I would never get out of bed was a bit of a dick, but that's, you know. All right. He's a bit of a dick there. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't know. I just thought it was. Um, all right. Oh, wow. I'm going to make the worst segue in the world. Oh, God. And you're going to give me a look. Speaking mm. of dick, Gerard Carmichael. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. All right. All She's here two times a night, kids. There's a really? Remember to, tip, remember to tip your waitress on the way up. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Gerard Carmichael, who I thought was just absolutely, absolutely fantastic mm-hmm. on SNL. Um, has recently come out as a gay man mm-hmm. and that, you know, coming from a religious sort of very um, tradition. Well, no, actually not traditional. I mean, he comes mm-hmm. from a wackadoodle family and mm-hmm. he has a new special on HBO called Rathaniel. Mm-hmm. It's about an hour long. I, mm-hmm. I cannot recommend this special enough. It mm-hmm. is just it's heartwarming. It's it's really introspective. He really digs deep into himself. And it's funny. It's funny. And it's a lot of stuff about black families, about being a man, about being a gay man. It's really, really funny. So I already I, w- coming out and already having coming out. Yeah. Having, I mean, already having a white boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. I love that part. That part was hilarious. How his black girlfriends were like, yay, you're coming out. Right. A white guy. I thought that was, but it's a really, really good special. It's shot beautifully. And, you know, we don't, we read the story about men coming out or women coming out, but it's interesting to see it unfold in sort of in real time about him talking about it. So Mm -hmm. I really, I, did you watch it? Are you going to watch it? Or you Yeah, I've watched parts of it. I need to finish it. Yeah. It's really good. It's nice. I like him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like him too. I like, I, I like, I've liked him for a while. There's something very inviting about him. Very, mm-hmm. I don't get the sense that he's that he's making. I, I don't get the sense that he's mean. Right. And some comics are mean, and I don't get the sense that he's mean. I, I like him, and he's certainly. We're not going to hear trans jokes out of him. Right. So that'll be nice. Um. All right. So we were, you know, we always talk about music because it's a music show boom, boom. yeah and so courtney why don't you talk about we were talking about you know because it's hall of fame season but mm-hmm. you know and we were just always kind of you know one of the biggest games people always play is you know who should be in the hall of fame everybody well, <laughs> it's true but you know <laughs> this weekend i was having a real sort of um brothers johnson moment you know george and lewis johnson and I just thought we never talk about them enough. I feel like they've been glossed over in the landscape of really great musicians who were great session players. Yeah, but then also put out albums of really great funk and R&B soul music from the late 70s to early 80s and produced by Quincy Jones. Really great sound. And no one ever talks about the Brothers Johnson. It's like, why aren't they in the conversation more? You know, I I think now, I mean, and listen, they were, I mean, their version of Suggy Otis's Strawberry Number 23, no disrespect, Mm -hmm. but it's it's the it's the the cover that really stomp. I'll be good to you. I'll be Blam. good to you. I love yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll be good to you was me and my boyfriend's song <laughs> in high school. Don't even ask me why. <laughs> don't even ask me why. That well, was why. Our, now I'm going to ask you why. Because it was popular in 1976, probably. You know, we that was our jam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be good to you. And he was not, but that's a whole nother story. Um, actually, he was fine. He just it's a high school boyfriend. Um I think maybe one of the reasons Brothers Johnson are not discussed is I think you kind of hit it that they are anonymous at the same. They're sort of like stars. It's like star guys who became stars, but really are so steeped in being session musicians that it's there's on so many records and so many things that you could kind of forget. And let's be for platinum albums of their right, own. Right. Right. And let's also be honest, you know, 
are a lot of white people listening to those Quincy Jones records are a lot of white, you know, that world, they had big hits, but I think they are something that was And this is not a criticism, very much steeped in black radio. Right. You know, and, and we still have a segregated radio yeah, but system. Even with black people, I don't think black people talk about Brothers Johnson enough or play. Are the they album. both alive? Or did they? No, wanna... uh, George is alive. Lewis died. Okay. And Lewis died in twenty. When did Lewis die? Not not that long ago, but no, it wasn't that long ago. In twenty fifteen. Okay, so yeah, I just think that there also there hasn't been the revival. They haven't gone back. You know, there hasn't been anything to read but i agree with you i thought that they were great and they had you know the hall of fame is very uh funk deficient i will say that there are a lot of funk bands um and i think a lot of people they love funk obviously but i think i'm not talking about hall of fame voters i'm talking about just people in general sort of don't know what to do with funk like they know they know um parliament funkadelic obviously right but that's also because they kind of went off into a jammy kind of, you know, like they had those extended songs and the imagery. I mean, I think that funk is one of those things that people, you know what I mean? Like, where do I put it? Who were the stars? We like star Rick James, I guess, would be the, the solo star of funk. Right, right. I mean, when you think that or. Well, yeah, definitely, because he gave you a he front man style, the, the hair. Right. The songs, the timing, and you know, and then Rick Rick had a moment where he was producing a lot of people. I don't know. I just think that they get lost in the conversation. Like, I don't know if most people even know. Like Tevin Campbell's "Tomorrow" is that it is a Brothers Johnson song that they it was they had an, it was their instrumental. There was a B side, and then it was re-recorded for Quincy's album with vocals on top. And that became, you know, Tevin's Tomorrow will be better. Yeah, but you're talking about a song that I will guarantee you a lot. Of, you know what I mean? Tevin Campbell, like most people. And this is not. Actually, they do know Tevin because Tevin is still very active and he performs. He just performed it somewhere recently. Like these young kids love Tevin Campbell. Oh, good. For some reason, his music, for whatever reason, has transferred down generation oh, good. to oh, good. generation to generation. That is a very interesting thing with him that you would almost think of all people why him, but it has absolutely, well, that's good. especially can we talk? Yeah. Or can we talk? It's just, you know, that's perfect. just one of those ones that has just, so I think they've dug in and real realized some of the other songs in his catalog oh, good. and the fact that he stays doing shows and being around and, you know, well, the ones that the group that I've always been, perplexed doesn't have a higher profile and they had big pop hits or the gap band i mean the gap band to me if i had to have i mean i am isley brothers gap band those are like my thing and and the gap and first off i did not know this until i did a liner notes for them a million years ago they Mm. started off as leon russell's band Mm. they were his band they're from tulsa oklahoma and the the gap stands for Greenwood are the three streets that were in the area of Tulsa that was bombed during the black Tulsa riots in the twenties. Okay. Um, so the gap band, you know, great hits, you know, Charlie Wilson, come on, you know, sexy, um, great voice, great musicianship. Charlie has certainly gone on. I mean, done a really kind of brilliant way of reinventing himself and making himself like Ronald Isley, sort of like the OG of great singing. And he still sounds good. I mean, he sounds good and he looks good, but I just, I saw the gap. But there's a recognition that you're like, these guys have real hits and a real moment in time. And those songs still last. You put them on, they still sound great. You dropped a bomb on me, does not sound aged at all. But we've talked about this. I, I, I think I said this on a previous show. I, you know, I like innovation. I have no problem with people using computers to make music and being innovative. I think creativity comes from everywhere. But there is nothing that sounds like musicians live musicians playing instruments in their top form. It's just that sound is just something. Well, there's a warmth to it that Mm -hmm. as much as, I mean, cause look, you and me are dancing Queens. We Uh love dance music and outside of like Dr. Buzzard or chic, Mm -hmm. most Mm -hmm. dance music, 
most the poppers mm-hmm. of is made by machines and that's yep. fine but but there is there just a warmth to a band that you you can't, you can't deny you, can't, you cannot recreate it right yeah and especially i think with something like funk which is such r&b and funk which is such below feel- the waist music it's, it's, it's below feeling. the waist it's music it's feeling, feeling. It's yeah it's below most and, you yeah know? no i mean you dropped the bomb on me i mean all their songs early in the, and these are early in the morning these are all you know songs heavily sampled obviously yeah. because these the, the rappers were growing up with these songs their right. parents played them but yeah gap band is like I be, Which you know, makes me feel old now because you see the new rappers, they're sampling all the shit from our era, the 80s and the I 90s. Know, is what they, I, I, and I'm like, know, oh my God, I've lived long enough to hear this song and it's well, original song. Someone <laughs> also needs to tell the young people, the young rappers, and the well, it's the producers, not the rappers, right. that once someone has a definitive hit with a sample, mm-hmm. stay clear of that sample. Oh, they don't anymore. No, <laughs> I mean, and we will talk about this in a little bit, but it's like no disrespect to late Lado, Lado, no disrespect to the girl, but oh my God, you can't listen to Genius of Love without, okay, obviously thinking of the original song. And so the sample overpowers her song, but also Mariah Carey, Busta Rhymes remix. I'm sorry, not Busta Rhymes, uh, Old Old Dirty Bastard. mm -hmm. Like, and I keep hearing this one sample that was on Miss Fat Booty. But that's us because of our age, right? But if I'm really young, I know, and and that song is a big hit for her right now. I know it is, it really is. I'm really young. I might, the Mariah song is old. My mom might have liked that. Maybe I wasn't born when that, yeah, you know, or maybe I was one, so I don't have that reverence. That's so, and, true, and, and they don't have the reverence really for genius of love. See, we came from that's Tom our Tom world. Club, that's our genius world, yeah. of love. So we were gagged when Mariah did it brilliantly with fantasy. It was like work. Yeah, great. that was like that's was one of the moment. great. That's yeah. one of the great remixes. It really it, is. It was great, and you're like boom. So now when we start hearing it again and again, it's watered down many different times but if i'm 19 Lotto's yeah, you don't hot, know. And this song is hot and the beat is hot and even when they're talking about it they're talking about fantasy because that's what she sampled they don't even discuss genius of love by tom tom well Club. so it's I very mean, interesting yeah we know the but we're very happy for chris and tina that they're getting because they are the nicest cut people the and i said you know cut the check um yeah, it's just funny because sometimes I'll sit there and go, and it's not like there weren't a lot of the James Brown samples. I mean, Funky Drummer was used in a lot of songs, and there's a lot of songs. Ophra Hazer was used yep. in a lot of songs, but it's something where you it's know just how much was. I love Ophra Hazer. I told you, you know I saw her performance. I cannot believe you got me neither. Hazza. I fucking cannot. <laughs> me neither. Believe you I got can't... to see Ophra. Bam! Wow. I know. <laughs> That's a it's... good one. She was on Warner Brothers when she yeah, was on, she remember was, she was yeah. on Warner Brothers yeah, for like yeah, a hot yeah. minute. They put out and, those two albums here. The one, yeah, right. Yeah. I know. And I'm still trying to and I'm trying to think whether she was doing like a show or whether she was part of a um like a music of that that mm-hmm. part of the world thing. But yeah, no, yeah, she yeah. was a dead talk about a tragic death. Yeah. Jesus, she died super young. Yeah. Super duper young. All right. Let's talk about okay. Courtney and I want to apologize to our many listeners. We feel that we have let you down in Mm -hmm. a really fundamental way. Mm -hmm. And yesterday I called Courtney and I said, Courtney, you know, we're always talking about new music and we're talking how much we love Pet Shop Boys. And yet, and yet we posted the Pet Shop Boys soft sell single, but we have not said word one about it <laughs> which is kind of crazy which is kind of crazy because we're like obsessed with neil and chris i know then it came out we were like oh, the, the, oh this but is so cool other, this but, is so cool we had the preview we had the teaser video we had the tea we had the the everything boom and then we were like oh we've never actually talked about the song well you know what it is i really like it and, you know, I think it's a soft sell song featuring Pet Shop Boys. So, you know, I'm like a little like, OK, <gasps> I like feel like it. it's the other way. Interesting. No, no, it's it, but it is, it's soft sell featuring. It's uh, oh, I Pet see what Shop you Boys. mean. For real, for real. Yeah, because yeah. it's from the soft sell. It's from their album. OK, that's what I OK. Um, but what do you think of it? First off, the video I, t- terrifies me. I enjoy it because it gives me 
the sound that both of those groups are known for. Yeah. And you know me, I like adult dance music. Yeah. I do. I feel like I don't want to have to, I love to dance around my house. I still love to dance. I don't feel like I should have to have everything sound like it's for a 14 year old on TikTok. But when you are dancing around your house in your Mm -hmm. underwear, that doesn't Mm -hmm. make you Madonna, right? Well, it does actually. Well, no. (laughs) Well, well. I, you know what Wait, I'm quoting. Me. You know 19, what I'm quoting, yeah, I right? I, yes, you are. I do know from Working Girl. <laughs> right. um, I will say that it makes me um, 1993 Madonna. Okay, right? cool. I feel like these days you have to be specific. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> 1993. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Girly but, show Madonna. Yeah. Short Bill, blonde hair. Bill, yeah, Cl- yeah. Bill Clinton Madonna. You know that era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 1993 but, uh, Madonna. I like the song a lot. Um, yeah, I think I like it's, it's gay-tastic, which mm-hmm. is my highest compliment. It is definitely like Pet Shop. It, there is a Pet Shop Boys sort of groove to it. It's kind of mm-hmm. standard. And mm-hmm. that's not a uh, not a disrespect at all because they do what they do better than anyone does what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's it. They I, it always blows my mind. We talk about this all the time when people talk about Pet Shop Boys as if they're a relic of the past. I'm like, nope. you don't understand. This is a group that has a 30, almost a 40 year catalog. And if you go through it, it if you go through it, you Not a bad it. album, right? And they have really worked with every major and cutting edge dance producer and re- yep. like remixer along the yeah. way. They've, yeah. they've just, they've always, to me, they are the best dance act in the world. Oh, they're and, the most uh, consistent. Um, they consistent through the 80s. They're still making great. No, they're music. making great they're records. Work. I mean, that yeah. last record was great. Okay. um, a Public service announcement, ladies and gentlemen, this is Courtney and Amy's second desperate attempt to get Pet Shop Boys tickets when they go on tour. And we're it. <laughs> we're going to keep mentioning them until somebody. No, but it is, I like the single a lot, too. Um, I was always more of a Pet Shop Boys fan than a soft sell, soft sell, soft sell fan. But I think it's really good represent. I think it's a perfect marriage of the two. And it's very iconic of that moment. Right. I mean, it really sums up British kind of synth pop of that moment. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think it's really good. All right. Talking of British people. All right. So I don't know about you, but I have almost like an allergic reaction to like trendy, like people are always talking about it. I always get uh, wet leg. Oh my God. Oof, this is I'm so one. happy you like them. It's such a good one. First of all, I'm so happy. I, I, was myself, I, I was I worried. I was worried. I the video to Bill Coleman and I'm like, this is right up your alley, but I oh, knew so. I knew that he would already. Oh. He was like, "I love the album. Just came out. I've been playing this single since last summer in my sets and stuff." And yeah. they are—I mean, listen, British duo, kind of odd birds, which makes it even better. Deadpan, <laughs> that yeah. deadpan, very flying lizards. I think, and as Ben really, Merlis pointed out, very flying lizards, right? Kind of really provocative, smart lyrics. Yeah. Selling sure. in a really sort of mundane way, but it's yeah, like really good. Like bored, like oh, and their videos are hilarious, it's and they're really just sort stuff. of two yeah. grown women mm-hmm. and just taking, as the Brits say, taking the piss out of everything. But really good songs. Yeah, it's really, really good, good songs. Thirty song. something minutes. You know, with the United mm-hmm. States, we're doing all this punk revival shit, and mm-hmm. we're getting it all wrong. It's a bunch. In the United States, we have a bunch of girls in Catholic school uniforms and <laughs> tattoos <laughs> screaming at the camera, and a bunch of boys with crazy crazy color hair. This right. is like the this is like the essence of the kind of ennui British punk like I don't give a fuck but it's so good. Yeah. It's so so you know what it makes me think of I bet it would made it would have made great music for chewing gum, you know, Michaela Cone first uh, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's just very I love it. So it's and Shay's Lounge is like the big uh well that's the, the one single. that's right now that's kind of because they've been putting music out, but that's the one that's now really, even though it's been out for a minute, bubbling and creating they just toured the star, and uh, people I know went to see them and it, it, they can pull it off. It's yeah. not like just a bunch of you know, Maybe they play someplace in Brooklyn because that's where everybody's playing. Yeah, they're playing like that. It's they're just parts of Brooklyn. I still I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm everything's sure. in Brooklyn. All of the clubs. All of yeah, the but venues. they're in the parts of Brooklyn where you can't get to without 
a, a subway and it's just too far. And it's well, we, and, and yeah. I'm old and I'm just like, no, everything's at this Brooklyn made. I don't know. It's in like the part of Bushwick where they don't even call it Bushwick anymore because no one can afford to live in Bushwick. So they're right. I'm sure they're going to call it B Heights or, or Bushwick. Something. Right. Yeah, something. All right. So there's a bunch of new music that came out. So you want to go back and forth, back and forth. You say one, I say one or stuff that came out. Um, yes. That you're kind of digging? Yes. All right. Versus, I'm really, Chloe has finally has a moment that has my attention. Okay, good. Because you have, well, you've been dancing around this one for a I while. Mean, <laughs> you really have. No disrespect. And I'm not I saying know. that, but no, you've been sort of like, I'm kind re- of like, <laughs> you'd be like, she's really nice, but she's really that, but there was always like, so you're committing, you're committing. I'm going to commit to this single. Okay, so you have wiggle room. Treat me. Listen, I want to see an album. I think it's time Wait for a minute, an album. she doesn't have an album? Out? No, there's still no album out yet. I'm like, I want people, bodies of work are really important to me. So she's got this new single, Treat Me. I like it. I like the video. I think the, soon is ca- the, the tune is catchy. It has a little edge to it. I think it's good for her. Set yourself. It doesn't sound like any of the other ladies on the radio right now. And I like that. Set yourself apart with a record that doesn't sound like anyone else. Right. She's the older of Chloe and Hallie. <laughs> so the next one is Tim's. <laughs> Tim's. Has, Tim, no, Tim's no, has, no, let me go. Oh, you want me to go? You want to go? <laughs> Don't ask me too much. I'm sorry. You know me. I will know a bunch of random shit. But you but won't I, know the thing that you need to know. I understand. No, I'm the same. But one. I know brand, brand, random shit about things that really interest me. Like I, this is one song. You know what I mean? And I'm yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. like this song. No, that's fair. That's fair. So, so you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I have I, to I, like I more to really get into. I don't need her like CV. That. And you she's know? one of the, we were going to talk about it. She's somebody, like you said, it's like attention span is short, guys. Attention span, yep. drop the goddamn album before yep. we even forget who you are. Or are y'all all trying to drop at the same time? Is it trying Which is to a you, really dumb Normani, idea. This, you all cannot all come it. at the same time. No, Normani. Oh, my God. I Bless mean, mistake, Normani, if like, you're listening. Mistake. Normani. Hello. Hello, Normani. <laughs> Earth to Normani. <laughs> you were the hot new thing pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic. And there is time is not kind to women in the pop music no. world no. at all. And there's going to come a point, no matter how talented you are and you're super talented, there's going to come a point in a year where people go, oh, she's too old for this shit. Where's the new? Because here's the thing. Brie won. The girls like Brie, Brie Runway. Oh, great. Brie Runway is, you know, been working her show and now she's bubbling and she's ready to come. She's not. You don't have to tell her who she is as an artist. She knows it. She's ready to give it to these kids. So I'm like. And she built it up in a way that's kind of more organic now. You don't need the major label right. big video. She was like a YouTube, right? you know, kind of thing. And that's where people are getting their music. They're, we're old. We look to the video. We look to the this. These kids are like, oh, it's on YouTube. I dig it. That's it. Mm, right. Yeah, I like Three Runway, too. Mm. Um, so someone, I have said this before. I have, I, I. I don't know. I like St. John a lot. We both like him a lot, but there's something really fucking weird about this guy. But that's what we like about him. Yeah. No, he's really fucking weird. And not like in a stab me in my sleep weird, but there's (laughs) who knows. I don't know. But he's really weird. He's I I still can't wrap my head around the fact that he's from Crown Heights, which hence the name (laughs) St. John, which is a street because I'm like, you're from Crown Heights. Really? Like you grew up. 15 minutes away from me. Mm. Um, he has a new single out called for the squadron. He's got like a thing, like a whole concept mm-hmm. thing. He's got like, but you, a know, lo- I lo- you know, I love, I know you love a concept. I, listen, bring me like, I have a plan for my music and this album and my project. I love right. that. All right. But Marketing, all, of his, all of his videos are kind of mm. like, a little on the Jim Jonesy aspect, but I I think he's joking around because right. I've seen him interviewed and he's definitely not a cult leader. But all of the videos are kind of like him in orange robes and a bunch of people playing tambourines and Om Shanti. I mean, but I like him, and it's really funny. I wonder if I would like him as much musically if I didn't like him as a whole thing, mm-hmm. because it is there's just something about him that I really like. So he's got yeah, a new single like for the Squadron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's weird. And then the other thing I'm really digging. 
is there's a new Pusha T single out. I oh, always have really and Pharrell and, and for Pharrell and, and Jay Z. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. Yeah, it's called Neck and Wrist. I've always liked Pusha T. I always like the clips. And Jay and Pharrell are not somebody we see a lot these days. So I have to always assume when you can grab those two guys. Well, Pharrell always worked with the clips. He made a lot of their stuff. But mm-hmm. dragging Jay out of retirement or semi-retirement or wherever he's doing these days, that's a coup, I have to say. And I think that speaks to... You know, when when musicians want to work with other musicians, not just for a check, I think that speaks to the integrity of the of the artist. And I think Pusher T is one of those guys. And he's one of the few albums that Kanye produced where he didn't fuck it up. Well, that's because Pusher T, I think, has a lot of control over his output. And he's one of those people who's who's who thinks of his albums very seriously. Yeah, he's not frivolous. And he really puts a lot of thought and time into his process. And he doesn't come out. He's no, he, when he comes right. out, it's a it's and like it's an album. The word a- artist is thrown around so much. There are a lot of people who are just singers and there are a lot of people who are rappers, right? But yeah. artists are people like Pusha T. Yeah, and he's not who has something A-list. You know what I mean? He's not C he's actually not- he is considered A-list. He is, is he at this point, yes. but I just yes, think I've is. always he's, found he's, him uh, look, this is why Jay would be on his record. But he on never his first single. He, he doesn't sound like it. The production is really good on this. It's mm-hmm. nice to hear Pharrell, you know, Pharrell kind of like the, you know, happy, like a rumor that it, mm-hmm. that was great, but it's nice to hear Pharrell back in a hip hop. Right. Head too, mm-hmm. you know. No, I really like it a lot. So it's called Neck and Wrist, and uh that's his new one. I guess he's I guess an album's coming. I mean, one yes, an album is, no, he yeah. does have an album coming. And yeah. we've got in the hip hop vein, our guy Vince Staples. Back yeah, you with love his him. Album Ramona Park broke my heart. Listen, I think this man is so supremely talented. You really and you're not a you don't gravitate immediately. So when you like no. a hip hop record, that's like he is so supremely talented. He is. I love that he does not have his records are never 55,000 collaborations. Right. I love that it really is, you know, for a West Coast guy, he really gives you stories about his life. And this one is about the neighborhood where he grew up and just life and where he's at and how that shaped him. And it's a really, once again, start to finish solid solid piece of consistent yes. it's consistent mm-hmm. i mean i, feel I love- like i can always count on him i get right. so excited when i see that something I'm like oh good me i mean you and i love production we've mm-hmm. all said that but mm-hmm. there is something about one artist one producer yeah there's something there's a cohesion there- there's a connection Absolutely. And, and, and we've said it all the time the all the time the album, there's a some i and i understand and it's unfortunately the nature of rap music that they're grabbing the hot beats i understand why they do it but one of the reasons the nas records were so good it was one guy mm-hmm. one producer and they fuse and there's something mm-hmm. about and and uh, the Vince Staples is like that. Kid Cudi is like that. Mm-hmm. Push your T. I don't know if that's going to be, but there's something about it. All right. I have a horrible. This is one of the saddest moments of my life. Courtney. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that there is one. Everyone always goes, oh, Amy's only into black music. Amy's. The, no, there is one white man in my life that reigns supreme. It's not our Lord and, and Savior, Jesus Christ. Good. You know, Harry Styles. Uh, Oh, him too. But Brian yeah, that's a Ferry. whole Brian Ferry. <laughs> okay. My love for Brian Ferry borders, and I'm not the only one, obviously, because Roxy mm-hmm. Music is reforming and they're right. touring and people are paying through the nose for it. But I've seen Brian Ferry solo like three times. I've seen Roxy Music two and a half times because I saw him in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and then two other times. Um, so he has a new single out. It's it's not killing me. It's not killing me. Um, he's sort of in that chasson phase of his career. He's been doing this for a while. I mean, he is in his defense, not a spring chicken, though. He looks phenomenal mm-hmm. and he is like the nicest guy in nice town. He really is. I've interviewed him, but I told you this, right? The last time are I we had, so are we at the sing talk phase. Is that, well, is he's that been at that? the sing talk phase for a while. <laughs> and I, th- and I thought, you know, basically there's like two phases of Brian Ferry's vocals. There's the early Roxy music, the early solo stuff where mm-hmm. he did all those great covers and he was full out. And then at, at Avalon is where it turns into the kind of CD one Oh one kind of atmospheric vocals. And those mm-hmm. are great, mm-hmm. but 
He's not doing. <laughs> he's not that guy anymore. But I did right. I tell you the story? I interviewed him. I mean, I really do. Like it's a psychotic. Look. I know no, and that. he's super nice. But mm-hmm. before I went to the interview, mm-hmm. I literally changed my outfit three times mm-hmm. and took out four pair of earrings and took pictures of them and sent them to people to see what I should wear because on the off chance that Brian Ferry was going to drop his supermodel girlfriend mm-hmm. and want to be with me. Mm-hmm. But it's not killing me. It's called Love Letters, but. I he he can do no wrong. I'm not crazy about this, but I love him. Mm-hmm. I love him. He's my I don't want to say the name of the person that he is the equivalent to you because we have a vow, but he's mm-hmm. my that mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. All right, you wanted to talk about you want you had somebody you want you were wanted to really talk yeah, about. I like you know, Tim's is out with Free Mind. It's her latest single on RCA, and she was the female vocalist on WizKids big worldwide oh. hit essence. She's really yeah, good. She's really, really good. So she has a new single called Free Mind. And I'm enjoying that. You know, I like her voice and it's good, mellow, fun record. And, and Sid, the- Sid, right? You wanted oh. to talk about Sid? Oh, yeah. So much came out this week. It's no, a lot like, did. A lot it did. Is so crazy. And then we have the Sid record. I and love I guess her. The thing that's interesting about Sid, like, I didn't even know that a record was coming. There's so much that keeps coming from every every direction that it's just kind of like, oh, I get this thing in my box, Broken Hearts Club. I'm like, what's this? And I'm like, oh, it's a new Sid album. And it's really, really, once again. She's really good. Great voice. Love the duet she has with Lucky Day. I love the group. You know, she's just groovy to me. There's something I about saw, her energy to just... No, her energy, I feel real her wavy. whole thing is very... Uh, and again, an out gay woman, which an R&B, alt or not R&B is still hard. Mm-hmm. The internet, she's part of the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw them opening up a gazillion years ago for somebody, but they're great. And she's... Yeah, the vibe on her is really great. She can sing. She's, she's an interesting... She doesn't overplay her hand in a lot of ways. And she... Mm-hmm. These artists who come, you know, we're talking about where's the record, where's the record, mm-hmm. but there's also the artists who time it right. And I think and this she is comes the perfect time. I love that. Yeah. Bodies of work are really important. Right. You have something to say, put it in your art. You don't have yeah. to scream at it. Put, the art will say it so much better and longer than you ever could. Well, unless you're 17 and then you're, you know, I mean, that's the thing. We're older. We're used to that. It, it, and then cut to somebody younger who just wants. Yeah, but she's single, a younger single. person. She's putting it in her art. You yeah, know, yeah. She, no, I'm talking about the audience. I'm talking oh, about yeah, the audience. Well, the, well, I'm talking about some of these artists, right? Who are yeah. like, you know, Lizzo's but, uh, dropping a song on Thursday. It's about really, time. And it's, and it's supposed to be a big old disco-tastic number. <laughs> and I'm hoping for her that she comes with a big record because I'm like, you need one. Oh, yeah. Rumors coming out and not really being a moment for you. You bet you need to come with it. Yeah. You need to come with it. Absolutely. She has set the bar super high. And I'd also like mm-hmm. to see her. It'd be interesting if, to see if she kind of this is the reverse. I mean, she's a she is black music, but she also scored so huge on the pop charts. I can't mm-hmm. tell you how many fucking Pilates classes mm-hmm. I went to a whole bunch of white girls like, oh, she's so self-confident. Mm-hmm. I'd like her to kind of go. Oh, I'm tired. It's like we got it. I don't want to hear about it. you're so brave because you are love wearing yourself, a leotard and you're you love yeah, yourself. Yeah, it's yeah, like, it's what, like she's supposed to hate herself. I was yeah, really. I'm like, well, would you I'm like empowered. her to walk around and I, feel horrible? Like, what do you yeah, want? Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you're great. It's like, oh, look, I'm not dying my hair anymore. Uh, love me. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe. Um, all right. You want to uh, say something? You want to um, anything else? Anything yes. else? Anything? <laughs> I want to say this weekend, for some reason, I have gone back on a complete obsession with Eartha Kitt's 1980. This is so gay. It just is. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. I didn't know I was doing a show with a gay man. I know. I'm calling the state of Florida. Don't say gay. Picture this. Oh my gosh. I can't say gay, 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 gay. Picture this. Friday night. September. 1983. Young high school Courtney. He's watching New York Hot Tracks, <laughs> hosted by 92KTU's legendary Carlos de Jesus. Oh, I'm just getting an alert on my phone. Mm-hmm. About what? The shooting. Oh, you just get uh, 191983. And it's this lady, Eartha Kitt, who till then I used to watch in old movies and she was the cat woman. 
on Batman. <laughs> I she was. I didn't even know who right. she was except right. for that. And then, like, she's cat all country. of a sudden, there's this music video of this disco song called Where Is My Man? And she's got this diamond necklace around her head, like a headband. And I'm like, that is the craziest thing I've ever seen. And I remember my mother, who I don't know why was up watching it with me, being like, is that Eartha Kitt's old ass? What is this horrible song? This is terrible. But me being like, this is the best thing I've ever heard in my life. The best fucking thing. So this weekend, for some reason... That's our that's the theme of our song. For some reason, we should have called the show that for some reason. <laughs> I've been in a big Jacques Morelli mood. And okay. I don't know if you know Jacques. You know, he put together yeah, yeah, yeah. village yeah. people in a rich right. family. He also produced Eartha Kitts Where's My Man? And oh. it was written by Bruce Valanche. <laughs> All right, there's wait. All right, hold on. I have to hold the level on the gayness now. You're and, just trying. You're just trying to mention every gay wait, human being you wait. know. And Fred Czar, <laughs> who Fred Czar worked with Madonna. He did Village okay. People stuff. He did Only in My Dreams with Debbie Gibson. He worked oh, with I love Pretty that Poison, Samantha Fox, a bunch of people. So, I mean, first of all, Eartha Kitt. And up until 1983, had not had any of her music or anything released in the United States for 28 years. She was still in, in, in exile from the Lady Bird Johnson situation where she went to Paris and she was blackballed to work in the United States. There had been no Eartha Kitt records here. So when the record, she makes the record, it's one of those songs, like, she didn't really want to do, but she did it. It becomes a worldwide hit. They don't have a label for it in the U.S. Lizzie Grubman's dad, <laughs> with his agency, which is also in Dursky, and, and they, Streetwise Records was their client, and they got Streetwise to put it out, and it becomes her biggest selling record in 30 years. So I, I it just, I was going down the path of, Artists who made records they didn't want to make and the different impacts that they had. And I just kind of landed on Eartha Kitts, Where's My Man? You know, another one is, I don't know if you know the Nina Simone album, Baltimore. I've heard of. Which I love that album. And a lot of Nina Simone fans love that album. Nina Simone did not love that album. She did not want to record that album. And legendarily, she came to the studio, recorded all the vocals in one day and did not come back. And the producers had to simmer the album. And it's, to me, a great album, but... It's uh, one of those cases of an artist making an album they didn't want to make and, and, and not having a choice. Same thing with Ethel Merman in that disco album. Evidently, she recorded all those vocals in just one day. And that album is a terrible album. But, you know, I think about Eartha in this moment and Where Is My Man kind of being the only gold record in her entire career. It's a song she didn't really want to make. And it ended up a, a song that she never really loved. But it is her biggest record. And it's a disco classic. And when I put it on now, it still makes me twirl around. And there's been remixes that have come out through the years and drag queens perform it all over the world. And it's just one of those tunes that just, you know, it makes me happy. It's That's really good. gay. It's super gay. And I guess because Pride's coming up, all of my Pride. Since- all right, wait a minute. Pride's coming up in two months. Don't fucking push it. No, the I mean, prize no season. Pride, no, no, no. But the, come on. no, no, no. The Pride season has started. We just Pride Miami Beach Pride just was last week. The Prides are starting to happen across the country. Like the last, the the big one is New York in June. But we're already talking about Pride around here. You know. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> you're so, see, this is your shady because you're trying to I'm say I was. You're trying to say I like You're trying to say I like this gay shit just because. Um, you're gay. <laughs> Listen, okay. To quote, ma- to quote from a gay classic, but you are, Blanche, yeah. you are. Okay. <laughs> I may still have the 12 inch to Raquel Welch's This Girl's Back in Town, but I'm going to tell you. Listen, that- <laughs> listen, I'm, listen, you're, hurt, okay, you're literally hurting me now, okay? <laughs> My heart is hurting. I have to grade papers all day. I haven't, I haven't got time for the pain, Courtney. 
I haven't got time. <laughs> Stop! Stop! All right, wrap this show up before I jump through the camera and 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 smack well, some heterosexual. All the people who to us in Florida, gay, 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 Did you just read that one of Walt Disney's heirs came out as trans? Yes, and in transition three years ago, Charlie is now speaking out against the bill. Gay, 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 gay. Listen, there wouldn't be Disney. There would not. There would no. There would not be. Ew. Uh, there would not be Disney World except for gay men. Mm-hmm. Come on. It's gay, 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 gay. All right. I it's, ew. <laughs> That's not the only kind of gay, you know. Shut up. Don't say it. <laughs> All right. Take us out before I have to take you out. <laughs> Thank you, Fama. Let you finish listening to us today. You know right. what to do. We're everywhere. If you have Alexa, you can say Alexa. Just like that, though. You have to say it like that. Play. I don't want to let you finish podcast, and we will. Yeah, come you have right to up. say it like that because she won't respond unless you say it like you're Joe Collins on Dynasty. We're on the Pantheon Podcast Network, where they're over. I mean, there's just listen, guys. They keep adding amazing shows. It's I know very, it's very curated. What comes on podcast? Super you need to cool check stuff. Super out, cool stuff. You know some of these shows, man. Whatever type of music you like, it is absolutely there. A lot of scripted stuff. Really. In- informational stuff, shows giving you focus on stories from the people who are backstage and worked on tour, just everything, every angle of, of me. Our, our show is people who were on their backs. Yeah, honey. All right, never mind. I'm sorry. Are, I, I, honey, I fucked up your we flow. Are, no, we, are the, <laughs> we are the star magazine. Of, we are the star magazine of Pantheon. You know are. what? It's we're the trash. That, that you, you read know, at the, at the you checkout you counter. You don't need it, but you want it. <laughs> yeah, you want true. it, Blanche. Yeah, you well, want yeah. it. You want so it. So catch us there every Thursday. Catch us everywhere you listen to your podcast every Thursday. And remember, tell a friend. Rate us. Please. Leave a star. Pass it on. Post it to your post this to your social media. And you can follow us on our Facebook page because you're all in our age category at I'ma let you finish all one It's word. true. It is true. At Instagram at I'ma let you finish in Wyatt. TikTok at I'ma let you finish podcast. At Twitter at finish Ima. We still fucking hate that word. And um, yeah, you know how we be. We're happy everywhere. Easter, everybody. Happy yes. Passover. Happy, happy Easter. Happy Passover. Hope you see your family. Stay safe. Ramadan so, Mubarak. Yeah, I have everybody. a couple of friends who are, you know, recovering right now from COVID. I hope you guys, you know, a speedy recovery. Guys, let's all stay safe out there. You know, we've had some tragedy in New York this morning. So we hope everybody stays. Just please stay safe. Watch your backs. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.